Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Today's episode is all about demystifying the online business world. I've seen a lot of misconceptions, you know, going on out there and especially things that I thought as well when I was beginning my journey or before I had fully started and really just wanting to take time to go through the four biggest misconceptions that I see new and aspiring online business owners making that are costing them time, energy, effort, profit in their online business. But before we dive into that, I'm excited to announce something special. I am launching a new coaching service called the Profit Portal. So these are going to be one-off single sessions, which is not something I normally do, but they will be 90-minute coaching sessions with me where we're going to work together to gain clarity on your business goals, understand your long-term strategy for making money online, identifying your ideal customers, developing a strategy so that you can really build the foundations of a powerful personal brand that generates both impact and income. So I'm really, really excited to be offering these sessions um, because at the end of it, my goal is that you are going to have a rock solid foundation for your next steps in your online brand and business journey. And that there's going to be no questions. There's going to be no confusion. You're going to know exactly what you need to get started. And I just think this is so important because in the beginning of your business journey, I know how confusing it can be, or maybe you've started and you know, you're trying and you're not seeing these results. And so really just making sure you're focused on the right things and you have the clarity from the start really makes the world of difference. I think that's why I've seen as much success as I have in a relatively short period of time is because I really focused on the things that matter. And I will go into that later in this episode too, but I just wanted to say all of that up front. And so because this is the first time I'm offering these sessions, they're going to be at a discounted price for June. So I'm, or sorry, it's the end of June now for July. So if you want to get in, do it now, because after this, I'm not sure how many sessions I'm going to do, if at all, and the prices would go up. And so the way it works is there's going to be, like I said, a 90 minute Zoom call with the two of us on video recorded and everything. So you don't have to worry about taking notes. That's going to be $250 for that session. There's also a VIP add-on version where you can get Voxer access to me for a full week after the call. So if you're not familiar with Voxer, it's text and voice messaging. So we can text and long voice messages. I often am in there with hours and hours with my clients. And it's really, really impactful because it helps you guys get clarity. If you have any follow-up questions, you can quickly ask me or any of those mindset blocks that come in when you start to self-doubt and all of those things just really makes a difference because it keeps the momentum from the 90-minute session that we have together going and so that you start really making progress on your goals. So if you guys are interested, I'm going to put the link to the calendar where you can sign up in the show notes. If you don't see a time that works for you, but you're interested or you have questions about the session, what we're going to do, if it's right for you, DM me on Instagram at Victoria D'Ambrosio. We can talk all about it. Just send me a DM. Let me know you're interested and we can go from there. Um, But with that, like I said, everything in the show notes, let's dive into today's episode. So the four largest misconceptions. And again, I I learned a lot of these the hard way too. So um, if this is you, don't feel bad. I feel like Every time I'm talking into this microphone for the podcast, I don't know if it comes off like I'm roasting people, but if it does, like, just know I'm truly just roasting myself um, all the time, or at least the past versions of Victoria. 
So uh, this first one especially, um, and you've probably heard this, but I do think I have a different take on it than most people um, and an understanding of where these misconceptions are coming from. So the first and probably the largest misconception about building an online business is regarding how many followers you need to make money online. And again, you've probably heard this, so don't roll your eyes to the back of your head because listen, I was you. Like I said in previous episodes, I started posting online in September. And I had also, well, previous to that, I had been, you know, really, really deep in the back end stuff of online business for three years prior to that. So I was basically studying personal branding and online business for three years. And so through that, you know, I had heard a million and a half times, it doesn't matter how many followers you had. And yet at the same time, when I had started posting content online, even though intellectually I had heard this and I heard this from experts, people I highly respected who were extremely successful in their fields. For some reason in my brain, I decided I was a special little snowflake and that did not apply to me. And that obviously more people, more followers, more money, duh. Like, you know what I mean? If you have a service, the odds that someone's going to buy it, if you have more followers increases. So obviously I want to get more followers, right? And maybe you guys think the same way. Here's the caveat that no one is talking about, or at least I have not heard anyone talk about it, which is, yes, followers, the amount of followers will increase your sales, but only after you reach a certain point in your business. Okay, let me explain with an analogy. What I think happens when people are starting their business is they, they're so focused on followers, right? Let's even assume they have a product or service because half the time they don't, just we'll get into that later. But, right, and so they're like, I need more followers, I need more followers, I need more followers. And so what happens is I think about it, like if you, if you take a big bowl and you put it in your sink and you think of the faucet with all of the water coming out as the followers and the amount of water you can get in this bowl is the amount of money you make, right? So you think, of course, if I, I'm able to get more money out of this faucet, like maybe you make the pressure higher, whatever. I'm going to make more money. More followers equals more money, right? What people don't understand is that when they're usually in the beginning phases of their business is that they don't have a bowl under this sink. What they have is a strainer, okay? And so they're sitting here at the sink trying to pump out more water to get more followers and they're getting more eyes. Let's even assume your marketing's working and you still are getting a lot of eyes on your business, but you're not getting the followers or nothing's really catching. It's because you have a strainer, you have all these holes. So obviously it doesn't matter how many followers you have because the water's just going right out the door. Now, how this equates to businesses, there are gaps in your business, right? So for example, you don't have a product or service to even sell, or it's not a product or service that people want, or usually more, it's not marketed well, or you don't have strong clarity in who you are and what you offer. So if you're not clear, it's not clear to other people, or maybe you think it's clear, but it's not clear to your target audience. Like there's so many different things, right? There could be a broken link in your bio, right? There's all these little things that we often overlook. And instead of patching up the holes in our business and saying, okay, wait a second, let me take a step back. I have X amount of followers, right? Even if it's not a lot, quote unquote, by whoever's standards, 
you should be able to start making on money online with very few followers. Let me just preface with that. So if you're getting a lot of eyes and you're not getting people to convert, I want you to, instead of just being like, well, the solution's more followers, the solution's more followers. I want to challenge you in saying, what if all the followers you have already are good enough? And you can, you know, let's say you have 300 followers on Instagram, which for a business account is like deemed pretty low, I would say. Like, you know what I mean? Most, I don't have that many on Instagram either, but I would say just generally speaking, people would say 300 is not that much, right? If 300 people bought your product right now, you'd be pretty lit, right? So instead of just focusing on how to get your follower account from like 300 to 1,000, why don't you look at yourself and say, okay, I have 300 followers. No one's bought anything from me or only one or two people have bought something from me. What is it about my business, my brand, my offer, whatever? Like, how can I improve that so that the existing followers that I have are going to buy from me, right? Because, and, and that's going to work, that's going to be really important because two things. One, you're going to start making money with the followers that you already have, okay, A. B, once you patch up your holes in your business, then when you start looking for more followers, that's when followers starts to, the amount of followers somewhat starts to, you know, it's, a, it's more direct in, in the terms where more followers can equal more sales. But if you're not seeing a ratio of, oh, I'm gaining more followers and I'm gaining more sales, and it's never one-to-one, right? Not everyone who follows you is going to buy from you. But if there's no direct correlation, I'm challenging you to look at your business, okay? Because this is what happened to me. I, again, people told me a thousand million times, followers don't matter. And I, again, thought I was like, rules don't apply to me. I don't know (laughs) why I thought that in terms of the follower thing. And so I remember being like, when I just hit a thousand followers on TikTok, things are going to get better. And when I hit $10,000, not $10,000, 10,000 followers, my life is going to change. Like I thought wholeheartedly like $10,000, my, oh my gosh, 10,000 followers, my life was going to change. And you want to know what happened, guys? I hit 10,000 followers and my life did not change. I don't even think I had sold anything at that point either. Right? So you might be like me where you might just say, okay, Victoria, whatever. I don't believe you. Cause I get it. I was on the other end as well. And you're just going to learn from me, the, learn the hard way, the way I did, right. Where you get all the followers and then you're like, oh yeah, I still am struggling to make money consistently online, even though I have all of these followers, maybe now I'm going to listen to the people who say followers don't necessarily mean uh, revenue and sales. So With that, I do hope you can learn from my mistake in that, yeah, they matter, but they probably don't matter now for where you are in your brand and business journey. I'm going to guess a lot of you really need to be focusing on patching up those holes. And even if you want to run some of that work in parallel, right, you can still be patching holes while continuing to post online and gain a following, right? I'm not saying you have to go, you know, just don't post on social media or anything like that. But I really want you to take a second and think about that, right? Where it's like, if people aren't buying from me right now, there's a reason. What is it? You know, what's the experience like? Where are these gaps and how can I fix it? That's going to be a big, big, big jump in your business. And that's where you're going to see the meaningful results. Because again, having X amount of followers is great, but it's not a sustainable business model unless you're making money, right? followers, just having followers inherently does not pay the bills. So that's really, really important.
So that's the first misconception um, all around the like followers to sales situation. Oh, and the last thing I want to say about that, just like truly to hammer this point home. I know people who have less than 8,000 followers on Instagram and they are running multi-million dollar businesses from Instagram, right? Their business is worth multiple millions of dollars and they only have 7,000 something followers, okay? Not verified or anything, but just strong following. Conversely, I know people who are verified creators who have, you know, close to, if not slightly over a million followers and are still working their retail job because they cannot make enough money online to be able to support themselves. And listen, I'm not putting anyone down or anything, but really I want you to understand that followers and your business, they are not always that one-to-one, right? So you can see someone with millions of followers. It doesn't mean they have a profitable business. You can see someone who has a couple of hundred followers and they can actually be making probably more money than you even realize. I always laugh to myself. I get these random people in my DMs all the time who are like, oh, we can help you make X dollars per month. And I'm like, I love that you're assuming I don't make this money based on some arbitrary number like followers, right? Meanwhile, I'm already making more than that. So all that to say, don't focus so much about the number. Focus more on your brand, your business, your offer, all of those good things. Okay, moving on, number two. The second big biggest um, misconception or mistake I see with people who are new and or aspiring online business owners is lack of clarity and or lack of alignment around how they are going to make money online that is in alignment with their business structure, goals, and current stage in life, okay? So there's a couple pieces to this. Number one, I think some people don't always understand because it's not taught in school, right? So unless you're actively reading books or following people online, right? You have to research these things to know. But a lot of people aren't familiar with all of the different avenues in which you can make money online. There are so many ways to make money online, right? If you're listening to this, you obviously like, you might be familiar with coaching because I'm a coach, right? So I can sell coaching services. Maybe you're familiar with affiliate marketing, right? Which is if someone recommends a product, let's say on Amazon, right? I say, oh, here's a book I love. And you buy it using my link. I will get a piece of that. I'll get like a small, small piece of that commission. Okay. That's like another thing, right? Um, All of these different things, online courses, you know, your own merch, right? So there's a, a bunch of different ways to make money online. And I don't think people even know all of them. So that's number one. Then number two, there is often a misalignment between the type of brand and business you want and the stage that you're currently at and what re- like reality says of how you can actually make a sustainable amount of money. Okay, here's a couple of examples of what I mean by this. If you, and I am not, I listen, I'm not trying to put anyone down here. Like I am saying this with all the love in my heart. But if you, let's say, don't have any brand or business online, and you just decide you're going to start. First of all, love that for you. Amazing. You're already 30 million steps ahead of a bunch of people who say they want things and then don't do anything. However, 
if you're like, I'm just going to create this random brand, like, or this, it's not random to you, but it's random to the rest of the world, right? And you're going to just create, like, merch, like, sweatshirts and random things with your logo on it. And then you're going to try to sell it. And it only has your logo. Like, that is the design, right? It's not like I'm a fashion designer and people are buying it because it's like a cute clothes. It's like the equivalent of buying a sweatshirt that just has a Nike symbol on it, but it's like your symbol, right? That doesn't work (laughs) because, you know, when people are buying merch with logos on it, the logo has to mean something for, for them to want to purchase it, right? So in the case of like big brands, large logos, usually have some sort of association or status associated with it, which is why people want to wear that, that brand's logo, right? In terms of creators, you see this a lot on TikTok. You might really, really love and support a creator. And that's why you want to buy from them. But the people who are making money on TikTok through merch, and I don't have access to their backend analytics, but you have to have a ton of followers, or at least a ton of loyal followers that's there's a difference right i have 50,000 followers on um on tiktok but if i put out a sweatshirt i don't even think i would sell 10 of them right because that's so random for me like i don't think anyone would buy it maybe they would i don't i don't know i doubt it right and so let's just like so hey you need people to want to buy your product but then you need a lot of people right if you're selling a sweatshirt for $20 you need a lot of people to buy a $20 sweatshirt time and time again. So you need X amount of people every single month to be able to make sustainable income from that, right? And I'm giving the example of merch, but if you're in the service-based industry, another example of this is like an ebook. You're like, I'm just gonna sell a $15 ebook. I'm like, do you understand how many people you have to sell this ebook to every single month to be able to cover your rent and expenses off of this ebook? That's $15, right? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with low ticket, like low ticket items. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is people have to understand there's a dynamic between what's your following, who are they, what do they want, what's the price of it, and how many, you know, things you actually have to sell. I see this a lot in even the coaching space. People are like, oh, I just want to start making a course so that's passive income. Again, same thing. You need to be able to sell a lot of courses in order to sustain that. So do you have the audience for that? Do you have all of the other infrastructure on the back end to be able to support that, right? And so, again, this is very good. And it also depends on the type of business that you want to have, right? Are you going in as a business owner, entrepreneur, right? So maybe you have a product or service that you've created yourself. Or are you going, for example, the influencer route where it's going to be more on the brand deal side and affiliate marketing, right? I hope my point is coming across where there's you, when you're starting your business, I need you to get very clear on the type of business that you want to have, A, then the type, like the ways that people make money in that type of business, right? And then what makes sense for you given the stage of business that you're in so that you can make money right now, right? There may be things that make sense to do right now and there might be things you wanna do and make sense to do it later on. But it's very, very important to get clear on this because what I see a lot of people doing, especially in the online service-based area, is that there are people who kind of wanna be more on the coaching side of things 
right? So selling their one-on-one services or selling courses, right? And these are generally high ticket items, right? The coaching course creation industry is a high, generally more high ticket offers. But I see them building their business in a way similar to, or their brand rather, an influencer, right? And so they're, they're creating content similar to an influencer. They're acting in that way similar to an influencer. They're building a relationship with their target audience similar to an influencer. And it really maybe not even their target audience. They might think that it's their target audience, but it's not. And then they're wondering why no one wants their 500, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, whatever package. And it's because of this misalignment between your business goals, your messaging, your profit plan, so on and so forth. And so it's really, really, really important to get clear on it. And again, uh, with life and online business, yeah, there's no right, there's no right way. Like, you know what I mean? Like someone could give me an example and there's always exceptions to the rule, right? Um, But I think especially in the beginning stages, getting clear and doing something more in line while you're still working out some other kinks is really, really key. And if you can get clarity, it's gonna help you make money in an aligned way, right? Because I never want anyone, I'm not advocating for you to just like make a quick buck, whatever. If something doesn't feel aligned for you, absolutely not, right? That's very, very important. That'll go into something later I'm going to talk about. Um, But a way that allows you to become profitable in the fastest way possible, that is in alignment and in integrity with your brand in your business and doesn't put you at risk and doesn't do any of those short-term cuts. Cause I don't, I will not get behind any of that either. So, um, hopefully that's making sense. Um, and then similarly to that, another, let's say bonus misconception that's related is the people underestimate the amount of time it takes to be able to make money online. Again, there's no rules. Um, you're going to see exceptions to the rule all the time. I do think in general, sometimes people think, okay, I'm just going to show up online. I'm going to start an Instagram in a month. I'm going to have followers and then people are going to want to pay me. And it really doesn't work that way. I, I really want to get that through where if you are someone who wants to build an online brand and business, please start months before you are going to be ready or you need money because it takes time to build no like, and trust. No one is tripping and accidentally spending money on your product or service, especially if it's high ticket. And it takes time for you to build that reputation and that know and that like and that trust with them so that they want to and feel safe investing in you. And so just really, really think about that as well in terms of when you're getting trying to get clear on that profit picture that you have for yourself, right? It's like, okay, if I want to sell high ticket coaching or group coaching or courses, I can't just start an Instagram most likely. And then three weeks later, put out a course for $2,000 and expect 20 people to want to buy it. Again, always exceptions to the rule. I'm not saying you can't do that, but um, probably less likely. (laughs) Um, So please take that into account um, as well. Um, And it has really nothing to do with the price tag. People say this all the time. Maybe you've heard it. It's just as hard to sell something for $15 as it is to sell something for $150 or $1,500. Because it really just goes back to that no like and trust. But that is what takes time. So it really has less to do about the price tag versus just you need to put in the time and prove to your audience that you have the knowledge. You're the person that, you know, they can trust to solve their problem. So 
Um, yeah, that's uh, number two, a little wordy, but hopefully that made sense and resonated with you guys. So number three that I, the biggest misconception that I see is that people are focusing on the wrong things and they're the things that aren't going to generate money in their business. So for example, we've already talked about people focusing on just getting followers on their business, like followers for their um, Instagram account or whatever they're using. Right. And that doesn't always mean sales. And I think this is why it gets so tricky because the things that people are focusing on on the surface look like they're productive. So they might think that they're working hard on their business and they're working on the right things. But when we take a step back and we really look at the business and what matters and the things that will really move the needle in your business. And when I say move the needle, I'm, I'm talking about dollars here. Okay. I'm talking about dollars or opportunities, like not just these superficial metrics. Right. And so I see this all the time. People so focused on, you know, the followers, but they're not necessarily focusing on some of like, you know, let's just their business offer. Or for example, people will spend hours and hours and hours on Canva on like one or two images instead of maybe spending that time for example, creating a really meaningful caption that incorporates like marketing and sales technology, like not technology tactics, right? So that they can sell their product or service, right? But you're like, oh, I'm working on getting followers. Oh, I'm creating my visual. And I'm not advocating for like not getting followers or not putting a decent visual. But I think you guys get the point where it's like, sometimes we're so focused on these other things because we think they're productive. So we just justify it. But a lot of times it's because we don't want to do the things that are actually going to move the needle because those are the things that are scary and uncomfortable. So classic example, getting on your Instagram stories and actually talking about your product or service. That's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. So people won't do that. So they're going to stay on Canva and just figure out a new color scheme for the 25th time, right? Again, just one example. And again, I'm not hating on anyone. Like I've done this plenty of times, again, roasting myself here too. But this is one of the biggest things that I see is that people are just focusing on the wrong thing. So they're spending hours and hours and days and weeks and months, and then they have nothing to show for it in their business. And they're like, but I've been working and I just don't get it. And it's like, I understand, but it's because we're working on areas of our business where albeit it makes sense and they're important, but they're not the needle movers, right? If we can only work on one or two things, we need to work on one or two different things. Those are the bells and whistles, right? I see so many people getting caught up on these bells and whistles because they're like, I need this perfect website and I need these perfect photos and I need this and that and whatever else. It's like, no, you don't. You need a minimal viable offer and you need to start selling that. But that comes with a lot of mindset stuff that people don't necessarily want to face because it's uncomfortable, right? And so that is the third biggest one by far I see people get hung up on. Like this is the step where so many people get hung up because it's like right before you actually start making progress because you're avoiding it because your ego doesn't want this change, right? There's going to be a lot of change involved, right? Maybe your life will change. People will see your services or your content online, right? There's a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that go with this. So if you're someone who has been working on their business for a long time and you're like, I work so many hours and I'm doing all these things and I'm not seeing results, could 
ask yourself, like, what am I actually spending my time on? And are these activities that will generate revenue in my business, directly generate business, like revenue in my business? I understand how they can indirectly generate revenue in your business. But if you're at the point where you're not making money any, like really at all or very inconsistently, I need you to focus on the activities that are directly impacting um, your revenue versus the indirect ones. Like indirect, I think, let's think about that as level two, right? So let's take care of level one and then we can move to level two, right? Like I don't need you to be posting on Pinterest so that people can like find your Instagram. I need you to be on Instagram selling your existing products or services. Does that make sense? So that's number three. Number four, and the the last one I'm going to talk about is people underestimating and not understanding the power of personal branding, right? Um, I don't know if it's so much of a misconception, just maybe more of a lost opportunity for some people, but here's what I want to get through to you. You have a personal brand. Whether or not you realize it, you have a personal brand. Your personal brand is more or less your reputation, you and or your business, right? It's what people say and think about you based on maybe the content you put online, right? How they feel when they see your content or go to your page or experiences or experience your products or services. Your personal brand is critically important because it's what's going to create a lot of long-term business success for you. It's what's going to establish you as an industry leader. It's going to be what allows you to charge premium prices instead of like positioning yourself as a commodity, right? Meaning you offer coaching services, I offer coaching services, but if I have a strong personal brand, Someone's going to be willing to pay me over you, even if I cost three times more because they know who I am based on the content I put out online. I am very clear in my messaging and who I help and what I do, and they're willing to pay. Whereas anyone else who's not really focusing on this personal brand aspect is going to be subject to basically becoming a commodity. And then you're going to have to like just compete on price and other things like that. And who wants to do that? No one. And it's not a sustainable business model, right? The other thing is you have a personal brand no matter what, and it's whether or not you're in control of it. So you want to be in control of what people are thinking. Now, of course, you can't control what people think, but you control the narrative when you're putting out content online in the way that, oh, Victoria talks about mindset, right? Like I'm not a food blogger, right? So my personal brand is on perfectionism, mindset, subconscious reprogramming, you know, things like in that nature, business entrepreneurship. And so you want to create and shape the narrative. Now, it's very, very important in the beginning stages, you have internal clarity on your personal brand and where you want it to go in the long term to the extent that you can, because it's always going to change because you're a personal brand, you're a person, things change so that you can prevent, so that you can present external clarity. So people understand that and see that. I think where people go wrong is, A, they don't even understand personal branding is a thing. But personal branding, like I said, it's so powerful. It is so, it's going to just catapult your brand and business. However, it's the long game. And I think people don't understand that. So they get impatient with it or they take shortcuts because they're in a rush to make money or get followers or whatever, build their brand online. 
So they do things that will hurt their business and their personal brand in the short term without understanding the long-term benefits. So for example, I, I like see this all the time. People are like, okay, let me back up. Your personal brand is your reputation. When you're building a brand online, your, your relationship with your community is the most valuable thing, valuable thing you have. And the minute you give them a reason not to trust you, you're done, right? It's just like with a friend or anyone else, right? It'll take years to build trust and in an instant, it can be gone. And with personal branding, um, there is a little piece where it is you're monetizing on the fact that people trust you. And it's not in a way that you're exploiting that, but it's because people trust you, they're willing to invest with you. So when you break that trust, even if it's in the beginning, right, it's going to take a long time to build it back. That's why the biggest thing with personal branding is, yes, you want to be clear on the type of people you want to attract, what you stand for and all these things, but you want to remain strong in that, in your values, you know, for forever, basically online. And so examples of how people will kind of I don't want to say ruin because that's too strong of a word, but detract a little bit from their credibility and their personal brand is by doing things usually to make a quick buck. And I get it. I get the pressure to make money. I really do. Um, But that aren't aligned with their brand or business, right? So people will take random brand deals, right? Maybe like, for example, I have gotten reached out to from for brand deals from some like random brands. So for example, I've gotten ones for like pimple patches which, okay, two, two things that would be red flags here. So I could have taken it because I could have been like, okay, money, cool, right? But I didn't for two reasons. Number one, again, my brand is on personal development, mindset, entrepreneurship, business. So like pimple patches doesn't really align with that. I could have done something on the self-care side of things to like incorporate it, but it still is a bit of a stretch. And B, I don't even use them. Like I don't even use pinpole patches. So that would be so out of alignment for me, right? And this isn't like the most extreme example, like it would have been fine, but I just want to point out like examples of this. Another thing is I get DMs all the time from random people, mind you, asking me to promote their product, their service, their whatever. Like not even like it's not even a brand deal. It's like, Hey, I have this coaching service. Can you just like tell your followers about it? And it's like, I like not even a hello, don't know you. Right. But like, let's even say it with someone I know, like if it's not in alignment, but you're promoting something that's out of alignment and then your followers like lose trust in you. Right. That's going to detract from your personal brand. If you're promoting things that are out of alignment, or if you promote something that, you know, basically breaks their trust. And so when you are going into all of this, again, personal branding, it's going to change over time because you change over time. But it's important to have this like higher level vision of like who you are, who you want to become in terms of your brand and business and like this just general North Star and to kind of keep your blinders up and just stay really focused because there's going to be a lot of distractions on the side and temptations to pull you either way and really, really stay forward with that. It's going to be hard when you're in the beginning, because in the beginning, it's going to be the hardest to turn away brand deals or turn around opportunities because they're going to be offering you money when no one else is. So like, that's the hardest. It's easy to turn around a brand deal from a company you don't support when you have, you know, money other, it's not about the money. 
right? And again, if you have to, like, no shame. But if you if you can avoid it, um, try try to stay focused on that long term vision because in a year or two or three, your personal brand is going to be able to generate so much for your business, not just money, but opportunity. Um, it's really something to focus on from the beginning. Get started, get started on the right foot, and you're going to see incredible results because of it. Um, but it is a long-term game, so remind yourself of that when it gets hard. So with that, those are the four, four and a half biggest misconceptions that I see people, you know, talking about making online when they're new or aspiring online business owners. So hopefully, you know, you guys took away something from that episode, learned something, learned from my mistakes. So you're not um, sitting there focusing on the wrong things. You can get started on the right foot, make money, make impact all in an aligned way. That's an integrity as fast as possible. (laughs) because I want to get you out of your corporate job that you like uh, as soon as possible, as much as I can help. So if you liked that episode, I would love, love, love if you can leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It really, really helps me as a creator um, get noticed by more people so that this podcast can reach more and more people and help others. Again, if you're interested in the 90 minute profit portal coaching session for July before the prices go up, DM me, We can chat about it or the link is going to be in the show notes. And with that, I hope you guys have an incredible, incredible rest of your week. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.